Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. Ryan Douglas, welcome to Saturday Draft Live. Stephen Wilson gave me a chance to thrive. My partner's sleeping, I can't be too loud, but at least you'll have to listen to Scott McLeod. Hi, I'm Ryan Douglas. <laughs> now it's your first time as host of um, Saturday Draft Live, and I'm very happy to be here. Finally, it's my chance to be in charge. Tough, you've listened to me. And who I have with me? Uh, Known him for far too long, uh, but he's here. He's still here in my life. It's Mr. Graham. Jack, how you doing? I'm doing very well. Very, very, very well. I feel, I feel, I feel very sorry for Scott. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Your first intro, and you've taken absolute pelters at him. Very, very good. There's a, a great way, great way to begin. I'm sure he'll address it uh, whenever he's, whenever he's next on. I'll be a, a good time. But yeah, happy, happy to be here, and it's, it's good to see you taking the, the reins, of the old hosting duties. Well, yeah, I just thought I'd jump the, jump the wagon. Might as well go on early, get some reps in. Um, the earlier I do it, the earlier I can fuck it up and get out of the way. So, <laughs> sorted. And no better person to do it with. So, sorted. Um, right, shall we just crack on then? So, before going any further, you know where to get us. You've been here. You're here every week. Of course you are. But if you, if you don't know, you can get us on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor. Do you honestly just... Go to your search bar, just type in Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. If you can't find us after that, I can't help you. But you will find it. It's easy to find. Anyway, Jack, let's crack on to top three of the week. And, and third in nine points for a very long time, we haven't seen this, is single Roman Reigns. What do you think of that? Yeah, obviously he's not been a single pick for well, well over a year now, I think, when he's been drafted a tag team, obviously, but with Paul Heyman and uh, Ross had to get some people out of his team. Uh, Scott had to get his tag team away. Obviously, he he, he had the choice of team the Usos and Raymond. Oh, right. Raymond and Haynes. Every single time I'm on the show, I say Raymond and Haynes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman. Uh, he had the choice of two. He went with uh, Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns. All he hasn't didn't work out as well as he wanted and it did leave up to the question that Roman Reigns will be a singles pick obviously I've picked Paul Heyman before as a singles pick in round 5 and it went really well no one's picked him up in the transfer window and Ross had Vincent Mann only scoring one point for him I believe uh, transferred him out and took in Roman Reigns made him the his captain uh, and obviously, as, we, as, as we've seen, it's got nine points to begin with. So uh, already, he's proven a fruitful pick for him, and he's got a big, big money match at SummerSlam going up against Brock Lesnar again, the last man standing. Which you'd, you'd, you'd think he'd be getting the win for that, considering it seems it clashed at the Castle. It's going to be Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a while since we've seen Roman Reigns. Uh, Ross will be very happy that that's, he's, he's he's got this title match now. He'll probably be on the SmackDowns leading to SummerSlam. There's that kind of run-in. Might not mm-hmm. be Money in the Bank. Maybe a wee appearance or something. Not getting a match, and I don't think. But yeah, he's got to be he's got to be very happy that he's he's kicking off the new the new week with a new wrestler and in, in the top three. 
See, Jack, usually you're the one that hosts, so you don't normally have to do the analysis like that. But that was that was as if you do it every week. Well done. That's how you do it, folks. <laughs> that's how you. That's how you do it. You, you show up, you wreck people, and you leave. <laughs> but anyway, in second place, we have Braun Breaker and thirteen points. Have you got much to add to that one? Not much. Uh, he's uh, it's someone that's, that's that's done very well for 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 Chris. I believe Chris is a uh, captain. Braun Breaker defended yes. the, the, the title against, I think it was on, uh, on NXT. Uh, Braun Breaker is second overall, 78 points. So, yeah, it's, it's maybe maybe one thing he was drafted to begin with. Thought like, oh, he went really early, considering what other people you could get. But it was like 13 points this week, 17 points overall. You can't, you can't argue with it. Second, obviously, he's, he's the top. Oh, the Tony Schiavone is uh, my captain's got a hundred points now, but like wrestler, like of uh, actual wrestlers, is the highest scoring wrestler, not the highest scoring participant in the draft. So I think he's, I think he's got to be very happy that his number one pick is getting him the, the as as good a point as he can get. Yeah, I was going to mention hundred points. Just a, a wee well done there. Just a... <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, so top place. Obviously, you're going to be. Bittersweet about this, Jack. Wardlow, 28 points. Could this win a lot worse for yourself? Oh, absolutely. This could have been fucking miserable. This this could have been... Oh, this could have been so shit. Steven, new captain. And <laughs> uh, this 20 versus 1 gauntlet handicap match. Obviously, the way the rules are decided for us is it's one pin, one win. So you get your appearance and then you get two points for a pinfall. So if you kept pinning everyone... If he, if he pinned all 20 folk, that would have worked up to about like 41 or 42 points. And he made been, yeah, it would have been 40 plus his two appearance, yeah. And then he right. made Wardlow as captain, which would have then doubled that. So he would have got 82 points. But thankfully, AEW don't know the rules of a of what a gauntlet match of all the <laughs> And we're just power, apart, apparently a powerbomb counter denomination, which it doesn't. It absolutely doesn't, and he was pinning seven folk at once. And obviously, as I said before, that's one pin, <laughs> one pin, one win. So I think twenty-eight points. Obviously, it's a great, a great, great score. Regardless, uh, it's it's seen him come into the top half. He's, I believe, he's fifth overall to three, four, fifth overall in the top ten of the season with fifty-six points now. Is all of Stevens captain, which I don't know how that might work going into the future. He'll probably be on every week and you'll probably get a win. Will he win the TNT title before the season's end? It remains to be seen, but I think it's I, when you when we when we'll, we'll, we'll talk about many teams later on. But I think it's probably a good get for Steven to have as a captain. Obviously, we'd have hoped for more, but you're not going to knock 28 points a week. Can you remember who his captain was before Wardlow? It was Cody. Oh, that's fair enough. You don't really lose it, and then because it was very clear he changed it to Wardlow just for that match. Uh, it's not yeah. quite paid off as much as he'd like it to, but I'm sure he'll take it. Absolutely. All right. So this is a part of a show where, unfortunately, or well, thankfully, I don't have to talk about it very much. But for our first time in a very long time, Jack, you're going to rattle off Listener League for us. Oh, going into <laughs> doing our Listener's League before we're doing the overall. We we shake up the system. I like it. Oh, I like it. I like it. Someone what? forgot the order. <laughs> it's fine. Well, Listener's League isn't that important anyway. So ah, just, this, a, and then, we'll get, then we'll get into the actual main leader. So it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely fine. So the one, two, three, four. Our top five. 
Ross Brady, 212 points. It's interesting that the obviously, well, I say it's interesting. The, the Westerners <laughs> League, the top five, they are all the, all the top five are above 200 points, yet none of us are above 200 points. But obviously, they've got the, the advantage of kind of picking out of who we pick. They don't have the pressure of doing the draft and whatnot. So it's, it's understandable. But Ross Brady, nay Mysterio, oh, what a name, on 212 points. Look at you look at his team as captains of the year. So he's got Tony Schiavone, Chad Cargill, Roman Reigns, Tony Storm, Corey Graves. So obviously Roman just came in through the, the transfer window for him. So those are the captain. It's, it's understandable to see why he's getting so many points there. Wee McAteer is living on a chair by Lana Austin and 214 points. We look at his team. He's Tony Schiavone, his captain. What a guy. I respect that a lot. Usos are his tag team, Thunder Rosa, Vierma, and Sonia Deville, and Ricochet. He's got a title match next week against Gunther for the Intercontinental title. Will he get it back? Probably not. But hey, you never know. Uh, Robert Shaw in third place, 218 and a half points with Robert fucking Shaw and the draft bastard. So Robert I, fucking Shaw. What a guy. He's a, obviously a legend of this draft. He also has Tony Schiavone as his captain and Usos as his tag team. Jade Cargill, Omos, AJ Styles and Britt Baker. So he's kind of got two big front runners that's helping him. Jade Cargill getting the title defences and the other three they could appear any time. So he's got a very solid team. Hey, Robert, uh, Robert Shaw, I really like it. Uh, uh, but then there's quite, that's quite a big gap. 253 points our second place. Uh, JP, hello as your daughter there. Requiem, Requiem. I, I don't think I'll ever understand that reference. No, I, I don't care enough to find out either. I do apologise, JP. But again, I don't. Usos <laughs> <laughs> are his captain Tony Schiavone Jade Cargill Ronda Rousey who's going up against Natalia Money the Bank I think so you, you'd Unfortunately think, yes you'd, you'd think that'd be a wee one there Couldn't make it any more of a boring feud Gunther who's always going to defend his title next week as well so I would definitely say that JP's one to one to watch out for again obviously he didn't, didn't fare too well in the main league but the listeners league seems to be his bread and butter our number one 11 points ahead. The old age in-laws of Dan Axel Jameson, Tony Schiavone's captain, Usos are his tag teams. A running theme here with the with the top five. I think they've 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 uh, learned from who who the best participant in the draft is. Ryan myself with their first round pick and their tag team is it's bad. But I respect it. I respect that a lot. But most of them, also the top fives also have Jade Cargill. Dan also has Ronda Rousey, Madcap Moss at your team, who's who's, who's been done surprisingly well. I would, I would say draft not of, of what folk maybe didn't think is actually was going to happen with him. He seems to be doing pretty good, so he's very happy with that. And obviously Wardlow, the elimination as well. Will he win the TNT? Tale? I don't know, but it's. I would, I would say everything's in the the, the favour of Dan Axel Jameson to win this Listeners League so far. Yeah, I think he's definitely favourite. I certainly hope he's favourite because I'm not interested in anybody else. I like newcomers, so keep them coming. <laughs> Uh, also, uh, fuck JP. Anyway, so next next point. <laughs> we'll just any analysis, Jack? No, other than that, we're good. Don't care. Yeah, we're all good. We're all done. Mate. Ah, we're all done. Okay, I'll sign right. So right uh, now, in the correct order, we'll go to the main league again. <laughs> totally as planned. Uh, so Jack, just quickly, we'll go a few rattle through the the standings, and then we'll have a wee chat about uh, your place in the. Uh, the chase up to Manier Bank and your competitors. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, at our table this week, Ross on with 109.5 points in ninth position. What a man, what a man, what a man, what a mighty good McMahon, mighty good Mahan. 
Uh, he's only like three and a half points behind Adam Callier, so the Roman range transfers helped him out here a bit. He's in 112 points. How much wood can NXT champion Braun Breaker break if NXT champion Braun Breaker could break wood? I'm getting better at that every week. I'm very, very happy at, at, at saying that. Uh, Dave, in seventh position on 124 points to the West End Country Club. Ryan, you're the Hello. People's Union in sixth position on 100, 139 after the transfer week. Are you, are you pretty happy where you are? Could be better, but I'll take it. Good. I'll take good. it. I'll take it. <laughs> I, just, I just hope your tag team don't win the belts. Uh, the, I do. <laughs> <laughs> the fresh picks of Bellamy are three points ahead of you for Scott in fifth position. King Mabel's court, 150 and a half points in fourth for Gary. Stephen and the Bells Hill Nightmares on third, 184. So there's <laughs> a gap between the, the, kind of the top three and then fourth of Gary. There's about 30, 33 and a half points or something like that. So it's quite a, quite a considerable distance, obviously. 28 points of that are made up with the, the Wardlow gauntlet match but it's it, 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 it has helped Stephen kind of keep in touch with the, with the, the, the top three is Chris is 185 points Homeboy and the Heartbreakers in second and then myself with Ban International Friendlies on a 197.5 points uh, 12.5 point gap it's it's looking alright for me so far Hank Ryan yeah um, considering the Wardlow match Stephen could be could he be first if it, if it was all twenty, if it was all yeah, absolutely. He would. He was yeah. about hundred. Wait, he was about hundred and fifty odd points before the match. If yeah. he got eighty, the eighty four, eighty two, or whatever it was, he could be in like two hundred and thirty points if it all went his way. But it, it, it never did, unfortunately. Yeah. Right. So as as we know, Jack, we're now in the second half of this season. This long, enduring season. Need the great stamina to keep up in this season. But I'm going to talk to you specifically because you're first, right? Yeah. Very clearly in first. So, pay per view wise, we've got Money in the Bank and SummerSlam left. Any AEW between them? Uh, the Forbidden Door. That shows how much I know, right? There you go. But so I think the, a- thing, the thing with that one <laughs> is that there'll be. I think there's quite a few titles that aren't actually AEW specific titles, so they won't count as title matches. I think the only one is the interim world heavyweight championship which John Moxley's in and he's part of a tag team so you won't even get the, the, the victory points from that. So there'll be a few there'll be a few appearances. I don't think there'll be many folk getting much points, but uh, I think also you've got myself with Tony Schiavone, he'll be he'll be in there uh, uh, commentating that soon. Uh, I, I can't even I can't looking through, I don't even know who who else might even appear on that show, right, we'll, we'll probably find out in a couple of weeks. I think it's the 20, 26th. So next week, there'll be a wee, probably a wee analysis into that show more. But yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. But I don't think there'll be as many points as what folk think. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Fair enough. Then. Um, well, the main thing I want to discuss then is uh, in terms of your competition for, if there's any competition, which be serious, from Chris and Steven, do you see any of them doing well with money in the bank in either of the ladder matches? Because that's clearly where the point's going to be. In the ladder match, money in the bank. <laughs> uh, I think, obviously, Kevin Owens is there for Chris uh, if he gets... And also, I don't even know if he's going to be in a qualifying match or not. Uh, I don't think he has, no. No, I not I not yet. So yeah, maybe I might not. I don't know if if uh, Liv Morgan might be in it as well. Maybe not. 
I think I think she is actually because Liv, Liv Morgan and Alexa Bliss are both in the women's money in the back. Yeah, you did the tag match, yeah. Yeah, so Stephen and Chris both are competitor there. Sami Zayn obviously has got a chance to be in it next week, but Sami, I don't really see Sami. Well, I don't. This is the most unclear I've ever been <laughs> for a money in the bank of who I think might of who I think might win. Uh, we're also a few weeks away as well, so yeah, it's, quite, it's still quite early to jump up. Yeah, because it's the first week of July, and then three weeks after that or something, it's Summer Slams or something. It's a bit of a fast window into that. Uh, I yeah. don't do I see them having any any winners? No, because I think Alexa Bliss and Liv Morgan will probably end up winning the vacant women's tag titles if they do a wee tournament and they have the match at at, at SummerSlam. I think that's maybe kind of going into that that kind of direction for them. Uh, Sammy, he'll, if he'll, it's obviously against Nakamura, I think, next week for the, the qualifier match. Yep. Uh, even if he wins that, I don't see him winning money in the bank purely just because of who the who the champion is. You need someone that's quite a big, big getter for that. And then if Kevin Owens gets there, maybe maybe he could do things with it, but I don't, I don't know. As it stands, I don't feel that any of them have a big influence on money in the bank right now. Fair. Oh, I'll add, I do love the idea of Sami Zayn winning it and then, like, management try to do everything in their way, or Sami perceive management doing everything in their way to get it off him. <laughs> that would be a great, like, a good, like, couple of months storyline of that and then, like, he loses it in some, like, bad cash in. That'd be the most Sami Zayn thing ever. <laughs> well, what, what I think... If I'm putting my fantasy booking hat on, put that on now. I think, obviously, he's an honorary US bloodline member. You know what I mean? He's part of this bloodline thing. I think that he won't win money in the bank. I think mm-hmm. that, obviously, because they got Kevin Owens somewhat involved the other week. And they're saying, oh, they don't like you, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I yes. think Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens will be against the Usos at SummerSlam for the tag titles, and they'll win. Ooh. That, bold, that's, my, bold, that's my guess. Bold claims by Jack Graham here in Draft Live. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. That would that, be a great match. I'd definitely tune in for that one. Oh, so it'd be a hindrance to myself, because I've got Usos as a tag team, but they've, 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 done me, they've done me great so far so they if they felt the final hurdle but it's still got me yeah. the victory I can't I can't complain too much because they defended the title quite a bit they've appeared all over the place it's been a been a great get for me well you got to remember I, I think it was even last season or season before or it has been seasons where when the Usos are on television a lot so much that when they lose random matches it literally doesn't matter because they're on television all the time they're, uh, both, they're gonna be both brands now, so like <laughs> you're not gonna cry over it, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna talk about Jack. What do you think? Um, what would you like to do? Do you want to promote anything? Talk about anything? We, I'm in charge, so fuck you, Stephen. What do you want to do, Jack? <laughs> I guess I'll just come out and say that I don't think uh, Stephen or Chris. Will have enough to beat me. Looking at that, looking at our teams, I think obviously Jurassic Rest just lost the AEW tag belts. MGF, it's AWOL, Jade Cargo, got, got a great, great pick for Stevens. Sammy Zane's yeah. in it a bit there. Alexa Bliss might come at good end of the season. Who knows what Wardlow will do? 
up until the end of the season if he'll get his TNT title match before that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I don't know if he has. He's got a good half AI team. Well, the other half let him down. I think so. Chris RK Bro uh, Orton's out to the end of the year. Unlucky big man. Braun Breaker a mm-hmm. uh, great pick. Kevin Owens great pick. Cora yep. Jade. I was 18 points, but we can, we'll see what happens to that. I don't really know what's going to happen. Liv Morgan could come good at the end of the season at SummerSlam. Adam Pearce will be a consistent points getter. I just, I don't know if, I don't know if they have enough. Not that I think my team's going to do particularly great come the end of the season. Yeah. I've got a title match with Carmelo Hayes next week. Raquel Gonzalez is, is in Money in the Bank. Usos are defending their title against Street Profits at Money in the Bank. Tony Schiavone is going to be getting points all the time anyway, so that's, that's fine. Asuka's got our Money in the Bank qualifying match next week against Becky Lynch. Will she win that? I don't know. Uh, AJ Styles, he lost his, but they always do that kind of last chance saloon thing of someone getting in. And AJ Styles is a good person to have in that situation, I think. So just get him. He may not win, just get him get involved. So I feel, I feel that I might have enough gas in the tank to win this season. <laughs> I have a lad personally is for my analysis Jack for all level is worth to you but um, I think you're pretty safe um, I think the only place or example where you might be put under pressure is if Liv Morgan wins money in the bank which I think will win the women's one I think mm-hmm. she will win it this year I think she's too much of a fan's favourite to ignore and she's definitely working been working a lot harder in the last two years so I think she at least deserves it but you know WWE, they don't really care about who deserves it. Who <laughs> <laughs> they want to have it. So I think that's I don't think Steven's got enough. Um I just don't think the points are there. Too inconsistent a team. Better than my team, but too not enough. Uh it's all on Chris. But yeah. Other than that, congratulations on your third third win, Jack. <laughs> I, was, I, won't, I, won't, I won't celebrate yet. Touchwood, I think it will be me. If like, I think it will be the first three times, but we'll we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Right, that does it, Jack. We're, we're done talking rubbish for twenty minutes, and then we'll go now. Huh? Yeah, I think, I think I think that's I think that's Saturday Jack Live for another day. Well, before I go, just want to mention that we had another show this morning uh, talking over the Vince controversy, so if you want to check that out, that's on all the previously mentioned platforms. But I, for the first time, I'm closing out your host, Ryan Dogleash, and I'll see you later. Hi, I'm Scott McLeod. And I'm Grant McGrobby. We are the hosts of the monthly show on each Superplex Retreat, East Meets West. Where we'll bring you all the latest happenings, reviews and big events from New Japan and the land of the Far East. You can remember to check that out on the Eat Seek Suplex Retreat podcast feed on all good Android podcasting sites like Anchor, Spotify or iTunes now.